politics Some culture and craft beer Politics And that is why you're here Politics Adam's up Welcome to Potoms Up. Fred and Blotto discuss the politics of today, the culture of our lives, and the beer of our state. Potoms Up. Hey y'all, it's Fred coming at you with episode 66. And tonight, I'm going to get my kicks on episode 66. I hope you were going to bring that. Well, if, if you it, it, that it was it was mindless <laughs> for a change tonight. It it was the only obvious choice. So, <laughs> okay, so I, maybe we refine these intros a little bit. Okay, I'm throwing out a challenge. All intro numbers have to have a musical connotation, a musical reference. Oof, oof. That would be hard, but interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, little Googling could probably uh, come up with some interesting lyrics hmm. or even a uh, anecdote or something like that, you know? Duly noted. I'm trying to make I, it easier I, on you, actually. Well, pinning it down to music, maybe not so much, but I don't know. It's a broad I topic. A, I don't mind a challenge. We'll see how it goes. Speaking of seeing how it goes, how's it going with you today, Blotto? Uh, it's going great. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, a nice day here. I went for a, a nice long walk to the store to pick up something, you know, with a mask in one pocket and hand sanitizer in the other. You didn't have a semi-automatic weapon. I hear that's how people walk around Michigan these days. <laughs> well, no I didn't, problem walk, to, with I didn't walk to the Capitol. <laughs> you don't have to. You're not a threat with one. I mean, come on. Nabs, how are you? I am pretty good. Uh, it was a busy week, but it's Friday, and it's looking like a great weekend. So, It's Friday? It's uh, a weekend? Yes. yes, it is. It's the short weekend. <laughs> the long one starts on Monday. <laughs> And, and uh, we have a special guest this week as well. He's not special. Uh, we have a guest this week. I can't be that special. Oh, he's here already. Oh, well, yeah. Do I come in stage left or stage right? I don't know. Uh, right now you're coming into my right ear. So. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Eh, you know, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Hey, I was thinking about our guest last week, uh, Barbara McQuaid. And... Uh, uh, is she our first guest that has their own Wikipedia page? <laughs> could be. I don't know. You know, you could huh. build your own Wikipedia page. Yeah, but people don't. Well, you should. Uh, Bottoms Up should have a Wikipedia page. I they think are. they should. Who's who, who's going to be on that? Is, that? is that a knobs thing? Uh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Boomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia, Wil- William Sowerby. Oh, yeah. Oh, so not the first. Okay. I wonder if Shuey's got one. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, then we ought to fill it with content. (laughs) (laughs) After the second beer. (laughs) Yeah, you can edit that stuff, you know. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. You can go in and edit Barb McQuaid's saying that she was a guest of Pottoms Up so-and-so in her her history. Uh, I don't think she would object. Hey, I looked up uh, Shuey, and it turns out he was a jockey. Uh, Well, there's that. Yeah, there was the (laughs) William Shoemaker jockey. One of the most famous, actually. (laughs) Anyways, you didn't introduce our guest. I didn't. Mm-mm. No one. No one did. Yeah. No one did. <laughs> you know, I'm just left out on the wing, stage right. It sounds like uh, Lefty was left out. Anyway, Lefty's joining us again. He's uh, been a, I don't know, I will say frequent contributor. Correct? How many yeah, times? I feel now? like the five time club or something, right? I should get yeah. a robe. Uh, <laughs> have you ever gotten a glass? No, no, I never got a glass. Oh, I got one more left. Oh, well. I think you should ship it to Barb McQuaid. I'll take Barb McQuaid. You got Barb McQuaid's? I'll, I'll take hers. Yeah, I don't think she was ever going to give us her address. Not not after <laughs> not, not not after Fred's Fred's comments. Hey, I, at least well, I, you know, know, I, I put it out there <laughs> so she understands I, where I'm coming from. <laughs> actually, you could just send it to the to U of M, you could figure it out real easy. It probably would get around to her. Yes, 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 it would. Yeah. I'm sure. But I'd rather give it to Lefty. You know, people people that have their own Wikipedia page, they don't need, you know, free swag. Okay, I'd rather give it to you, five timer. When Barb gets to five times, I'm a five timer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's a five timer right. thing. Okay, let's get right to up the there with Steve Martin and Tom Hanks and oh, uh, that's right. SNL. Yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy, though. Okay, beers, beers, beers. Knobs, right? Your turn. Yeah. Uh, so it was my turn this week. I picked out a Perrin Brewing Black Ale. Uh, it says this beer is counterintuitive. It pours dark as night, but drinks like a summer afternoon. Yeah, uh, I, I, I kind of like it. Yeah, the, uh, it's a neat the, little the, can. The, I, I kind of like the uh, the slogan that they have on the beer. It, uh-huh. it, it really sets it up, right? Uh, hopefully. Uh, 5.8%. Respectable. Yeah, should be fine. For a drinkable that's, beer, right? That's, if, if, that's if, how, they, how they get the drinkable beer part. Yeah. Any what of you... I didn't see any IBUs on it. It does pour very, very dark, though. I'll be the judge of that. What do you think it means by canarchy? I think it's a play on words, Bilotto. But what's the point of it? Anarchy? Canarchy? I don't know. (laughs) But why put it on there at all? What I'm asking. Because it's hardcore and badass. (laughs) Well, okay, that doesn't make sense to me, but it's got to be like, like maybe maybe the people who designed the label, you know, maybe that's the name of their company or something. Oh, I see it. Oh. 
Hello. Hello. Mm. Is this the party to whom I am speaking? <laughs> they keep hanging up. <laughs> this is the United States calling. I have a collect call from Mr. Floyd from Mr. Floyd. Will you accept? They keep hanging up. All right. Hey. All right, let's get to the tasting. Everyone's uh, in a playful mood tonight. That's good. <laughs> the isolation is finally getting to everybody. Punchy. Yes, very punchy. Liquid craftsmanship is another thing they put on the can. Okay. I've already had a sip. I'm, I'm ready to jump in if anybody else yeah, wants to. Yeah, go ahead. I go think ahead. it's pretty tasty. Uh, uh, you know, um, a, a black ale, it, it certainly doesn't seem very hoppy. I would call it drinkable. And we had another beer like this because I remember thinking if you were to close your eyes and not see the color, would you think how dark do you think the beer would be? And same thing sort of applies here. I, I, I think they've, they've kind of accomplished what they set out to achieve here. You know? Uh, yeah, I would and, agree. It's, and it's a, it's still a craft beer. I, I, would not, I, w- I would not classify it as an ale. It definitely seems more like a stout or a porter. Well, but it's drinkable. Yeah, it's definitely not a stout or a porter. It just it it it, it certainly is much lighter than those beers. It doesn't have that yeah. body. I think it has the similar taste though, but just not the heaviness and the right the exactly. real mouthfeel to it. But it, but the 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 flavor it it is very porter ish stoutish. Is it just a watered down porter? <laughs> Maybe. Is that what all this is really? <laughs> That's the so, canarchy. So they they started with an with an eight point seven porter, and then just watered it down to five point two. Five point eight, yeah. Well, this is just like when you used to steal your your folks' vodka and you put water back in the bottle. (laughs) They did the same thing. You you know, my my daughter tells me she did that to me, and I never knew. Uh, Mr. Vodka. (laughs) Okay. I I call her out on it and tell her, no, you didn't. You just wish you had. (laughs) Um, Canarchy is a collective of independent brewers, by the way. Ah, okay. So it's like a... Brewery Club. See, I knew it had some reference. Yeah. It wasn't just on there because it was punny. Well, it's also badass. Um, but uh, it, I would but, say overall, it's probably just going to be a math for me. Well, I, I was just going to say, there, there's nothing that really stands out about it, though, right? I mean, I'm listening to our own reviews, and we're talking about it's drinkable, and it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty highly carbonated, which makes it more drinkable. Uh, it's pretty thin. Um, it doesn't have any real uh, lingering notes to it. Uh, so, yeah, it might end up in the meh count to me, but I'm not going to say that's going to be a bad thing. It's, I'm just going to say it is what it is. Yeah. You know what this, I mean, this beer this could a, be? Oh, sorry, Dobbs. I was going to say, I got like a, what is it, a six-pack or whatever, and I'm going to have no problems finishing it, but I'll probably just never buy it again. You know what the, a beer like this might be? This might be the the summer beer for the guy who likes it really dark and heavy <laughs> well well you, no you're right fred the the, the guy yeah, who well obviously knobs thought it was hilarious no, no, he's not what, agreeing what, what i'm <laughs> saying is 
the, the guy, the, <laughs> the guy who still wants to make it seem like he's drinking, you know, quote unquote, you know, cool craft beers, right? Right. So, so he's 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 picked out this dark beer to stand there at the barbecue of one, and um, you know, he's he's got the dark beer going, uh, even though you could you could chug this thing, you know, like a shotgun. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I kind of feel like maybe that's that. I'll tell you what it also um, could be, and that is it could be sort of a gateway beer. Oh, yeah. Right? For those people that say, oh, I don't oh. like dark beers. Oh, well, you haven't tried this. Oh, okay. That's an interesting take on it. <clears throat> I'll give you points for that. Oh, hey. Nice, nice. You know, do, do, but do do we need gateway beers anymore? I mean, we don't. has pretty much everyone settled in on either, uh, you know, you're, you're either into exotic and different and craft and creative and innovative beers or your Bud Light. I mean, are there still people out there on the fence? <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, may, maybe. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really weak maybe. Okay. Um, how shall we start here? Uh, uh, Fred, um, you know, uh, I mean, well, why don't, why don't we start out with just, just a, a, a brief chit chat about the Biden thing, just real quick. And then, uh, I think we can bounce off of that and head for Michigan. Let's say. Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. No. I. I think. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, it's really gaining some traction. Uh, the right wing media was kind of hammering this for a little while, complaining that the left wing media wasn't picking it up. And um, in the last couple of days, they really have. Today, Biden was on Morning Joe. And made his first public appearance, um, defending himself. I watched most of it. I didn't see the full interview. I, uh, I, I, you know, it, 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 it does annoy me and, you know, think back to the Clinton years, Bill or Hillary, um, you, you know, there's this notion that the, um, the left-wing media, what's the, what's the word I'm, I'm trying to call now that anyway, um, you know, isn't hard on Democrats. And that's a lot of nonsense. And, you know, they were ruthless on Hillary and Bill. And Miko really went after Biden on this topic. I mean, she wasn't really giving him any wiggle room whatsoever. Uh, the, uh, the lame street media, that's that's kind of what I was trying to get thinking before. And, um, you know, calling out the possible hypocrisy of saying every woman needs to be heard, just not this one. Um, and I thought Joe did a pretty good job of holding his own and trying to um, be thoughtful of both the Me Too movement of Tara Reid and uh, defend himself. And that, that's a really tough line to walk. Well, I miss that. I, I watch Morning Joe every day normally during the week, but now that I have Fridays off, I slept in a little bit. So 
Can you sleep I in? Missed... Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, I, I did. can't sleep I in. Get... I don't set an I got... alarm, but I, 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 I can't sleep in. I got up around eight thirty nine, I think. Oh where my I god! Normally, I'm up at six. So, what time did you but go to bed? I... Uh, Eleven. Wow, that's a lot of sleep, Fred. Uh, it's, it's like since this isolation thing started, I can't get enough sleep. It's it's oh, kind of weird. God. I mean, I, I I go to bed twelve thirty one o'clock with a nice you know bourbon buzz on, and I'm up at seven fifteen. You must have things to do. <laughs> I I really don't, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so you do, missed do, morning. Do Joe you today. think it was? Um, do you think Mika was too hard on him, or or did did you see some benefit in her? Because she, she was going at him pretty hard. I I saw a clip of it. I I didn't see the whole thing. I just saw a little clip where she was really pressing him. And I thought, you know what? That that's probably not a bad thing. That that she's going after him hard and make him stand up and defend himself, you know. And you know, she wasn't softballing him. That's for damn sure. Not what I saw. No, I mean, I think it was. It was well, I think it was good for everybody. I think it was good for Joe to get out there and and talk about it. And I think it was good for. Um, you, you know, uh, a, a major media outlet to challenge him, um, and 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 to press him. So I, I think it was it was probably good on all fronts. Um, you know what? Basically, what his position was is he's he's not flipping from where he was uh, during the Kavanaugh um, hearings and and and. Kavanaugh's, I don't know, scandal, lack of a better word, I can't think of right now, but saying that she needs to be heard and that it's okay to, you know, that that that's fine with him and she needs to be heard and that it can be investigated and then the facts have to play out where the facts play out. Um, and, and then he went on to say, but the facts will come out that I did nothing wrong. Um, did you see it, Lefty? Yeah, I saw a little bit of it. Um, I take it another step on the, the MSNBC in that I have it plugged into my head at 5 a.m. And <laughs> I'm listening to the audio of Mika from 6 to 7, and then I pop up. But um, it, it unfortunately came at a time where I was getting ready for work, so I didn't see a whole lot of it. But um, I did see Mika pushing on him a little bit, and I did notice that uh, they were on for 20 minutes. I thought that was pretty significant. And I think that uh, his answer, his reply, was put in such a way that it's almost like an end around on the campaign as far as the opposition because you know that's not going to happen on Trump. He's not going to call for transparency. He's not going to let his victims speak um, or his alleged victims speak, excuse me. So I I thought he did a good job in in that manner. And then if if did you guys read that article 
from I think it was USA Today of all places where I saw it. It was a rather um, detailed article from a former prosecutor detailing um, the difference or the Biden experience and like going through it all. And at the very end, no other acts like this have ever been implicated to him. I thought that spoke volumes. Yeah, I, I think, you know, there's uh, there, there's there's two things there. Um, the, the one is probably Biden's best defense right now uh, is Trump. Uh, and as you know, notice, it's really the, the Trump surrogate media that has been pushing this and um, trying to, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, bring down Biden, you know, with it. Yeah, um, Trump to hasn't really said. Yeah, Trump hasn't really said anything about it because he, he probably knows, or his handlers <laughs> probably know that you just he's just going to be asking for it if he does. Uh, you know, so so that that does sort of play in into Biden's favor and you know one of the things that i've just been really aggressive on on my breitbart postings have been you know they, they want to accuse democrats of not believing tara reed and you know I, I i've been out there saying well you know do you believe 20, uh, trump's 29 accusers including a 13 year old girl i mean let's not pick and choose right and, you know, then the second part here um, is the believability of Tara Reid or what happened. And it's interesting, Lefty, that you bring up, um, you, you know, this this uh, opinion piece from, a, I think you said a prosecutor? Yeah, a former and how, prosecutor. And, and how it doesn't really fit into a pattern. Um, you know... Honestly, if we want to go there, I'll I'll give you my take on it. I actually believe Terry Reid. I I do. Um, But I also think. Why do you? What? What? You're going to explain that? Well, here's here's what I think is is different in the world today than what it was 27 years ago. If here's what I I really believe would happen, okay? He made a move on her, and you know, not asking permission is, in a different sense, uh, at that time, assault. Like I don't I don't know enough of her story, and I don't know enough about her saying, you know, no, or you can't do that, or pushing him away, or anything like that. I don't know enough about that story, but I haven't heard those parts. So if he if if he goes in for an inappropriate grope without her permission, he might feel like it was her permission. Now, he's not going to... You're going to call that a grope? What she described is a grope? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I have a hard time passing judgment either way 
until I hear more about this. I can't, I can't uh, get over the fact that she didn't go right to that. And she referenced the inappropriate touching of her shoulder uh, mm. first. Seems like that would be a body part. Um, but like I said, prioritized. It, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to walk on eggshells here. The inappropriate, but I mean, you know, there was, do, do you remember at the height of the Me Too movement and I'm trying to remember uh, who the celebrity was, but he got called out because he ended up going on a date and then, you know, they go back to her apartment and he tried to kiss her and, you know, maybe get the first base. And then, you know, she told him no. And then everyone was like, oh, you should have asked permission first. It sounds like, like Bill Cosby, Kobe. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I mean, okay. Honestly, I, I have I ever tried to kiss a girl without asking her permission first? Absolutely. No, no question. Have I? Absolutely. I have done that. So what does that make you? Uh, it doesn't make me any, anything but a guy that was trying to get laid back in his twenties. So you're telling me that a, a Senator. Hold on. During hold on. Bill Clinton. Uh, 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 hold during on, Bill Clinton. Hold on. Lucky. Trial. Are you telling me that before you ever kissed any girl, you asked her permission first? I, I didn't. You, make you, the you, you never did the, you did. The, the the arm wrap around in the in the movie theater, and uh, and and then you know thought, okay, squeeze a little tighter, get a little closer, then look, and then you know go for it. Yeah, I didn't make the admission. You did. I'm on my but but you you seem to take exception to my admission. No, I'm just saying, what does that make a person in general it make, I, 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 that I think had done that, that, that back then? I, I don't know what it makes that person. I, like I think I said, it makes all of us of a certain age re-examine sure. where we were at that point in time. Oh, okay, I'm, 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 I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. I, I'm yeah. just saying that that in, in a time and an age and a world where you know, exploring and trying to uh, expand your sexuality um, wasn't really necessarily uh, about checking off the boxes like they are today, or it would seem like they are today. And I'm not even sure that they are today. They aren't. It's just, it's weaponization of the checking of the boxes. It doesn't really happen. I don't believe it does. So, so guys, I just don't think there's any there there. Uh, I I can't I can't get down with even speculating th- that uh, something was amiss. Um, I completely think this is so- something that's made up by some somebody, some government, some entity to uh, bring us uh, an imperfect candidate. And, which is silly because all candidates are imperfect. Um, I, I I can't even entertain that that thought, honestly. Until until I see, or or there's more proof. I, I I'm I'm riding there, the there Joe. There won't be proof. There, 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 I mean, let's let's be real about that. There won't be proof. There there was never going to be proof with with Kavanaugh. You, you know, there's probably never going to be proof with. Trump, 
I, well, the difference I mean, is is that Joe, Joe has said, go ahead, look through the records. Go look for the uh, report that she said okay. she filed. But here's, and here's, here's what the problem. comes out. And, 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 and we've had conversations along these lines on, on previous shows. Here's what's missing in the Me Too movement. Somebody in the last week was sexually assaulted by somebody famous. Where is that reporting? Where is that coming forward? And until that happens, then all you have are these historical re, you know, uh, accounts that become he said, she said, and there's really nothing contemporaneous about it. Even the fact that you might have told somebody or, you know, it really just becomes, um, you know, lost in the fog of history. And, um, you know, if, if she really was um, uh, uh, assaulted in the way that it's being presented today, then, you know, as difficult as it is to come forward and go to the authorities, that is what she should have done. And, and, and what's frustrating to me is that still isn't happening. We're still not seeing that play out in today's culture. You know, l- last week, somewhere, somebody famous groped somebody inappropriately. And guess what? She decided not to file charges. She decided not to go to the media. And then later on, oh, you know, this guy was awful to me. Harvey Weinstein example. Bill Cosby example. Waiting for the turn of the page. Wait, 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 waiting for, for Fred to come on in and help us well, out. I just want to make sure we you guys are... our female viewers. <laughs> ...down with your points. Um, I, I, I kind of brought this up in pregame, and, and I'll say it now, is that I, I don't know if this woman's telling the truth or not. But the fact is, is they're, they're going to try their damnedest to to damage Joe Biden with this. I mean, that's obvious. Thank you, Captain Obvious, right? But I'm going to take on the crusade that I'm not letting dear dear leader off the hook on this. I mean, if if they're going to treat Biden this way, regardless of outcome, they're going to have to rehash and revisit the, the Trump 25 or 29 or whatever it is and I'm going to make it one of my goals to to start posting um, as much information as I can find about those women and bring it back into the spotlight just so they're treated fairly. I want both candidates to be treated fairly and let the chips fall where they may. So, but, so we can like, expect to see that. Oh, it's already started. I started. <laughs> yeah, I started yeah. before the show. There's, there's All at least two that or three unfollowed. You will see it. <laughs> you, you know what I say to the people that unfollow me? You're smart, and <laughs> f you. <laughs> I don't you really care because they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, they may be carryover podcast listeners. You never know. <laughs> they they won't admit to liking me. Aw. Uh, it's not a problem. <laughs> really. So How was that beer? Mm. I like it less the farther we go. Okay. Personally, but all right. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to circle back to that beer because I had to uh, depart for a moment there, so I didn't get the uh, full the full uh, story on on the beer. So I also didn't get to partake because of our offsite nature. Uh, the the uh, Perrin Black Ale uh, is a uh, a very drinkable dark beer that doesn't taste like a dark beer and lacks some character. Uh, because it's so drinkable. So I, I like it, but it's definitely a meh beer. Eh. And I a think fancy for the most part, we were beer. sort of in, in agreement with that. huh? Oh, I said it's a fancy mowing the lawn beer. Y- yeah, yeah. Th- that was kind of what I said about the guy in the barbecue trying to look like he's enjoying a craft beer when he's really just trying to quench his thirst. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and I will finish the uh, the remainder of what I have, but I don't know if I would purchase it again. Not like my mule beers. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm I'm keeping those in stock. Locked in. You can have mine. <laughs> okay, so now that we have uh, set aside that um, elephant in the room, I guess. <laughs> and you know, I hope enough listeners care to send me some hate mail. Uh, uh, let, let's talk about, uh, the, the, the pandemonium that is happening in the state of Michigan right now. All at one time. One, two, three, go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We can do that. Knobs can fix it up. That's, that's the magic of knobs. Make him work. Make him work. Uh, there was plenty of work on or is it just knobs? Old school, analog, all knobs. No dials. Uh, so last night, the, the governor of Michigan extended the uh, state of emergency declaration until uh, the end of May, right? May 28th. May 28th. But we don't know specifically what this means yet. Is that fair to say? No, we kind of know specifically what it means. A state of emergency gives the governor uh, executorial, executive powers that are um, much stronger and she doesn't have to visit her legislature and go to the legislature as much. She can basically govern through more executive order kind of thing. But so, she hasn't specifically said what those, how, if she's going to use those powers or what they're for. That's kind of what I mean is we don't know what I think means. basically she's speaking softly and holding a giant stick and saying, listen, if, if we don't social distance, if the numbers rise, I'm going to put the shelter in place back in. That, that's, that's where I get the state of emergency, um, it's kind of a prerequisite kind of thing. Like, okay, I'm up to bat. 
do you really want to throw that ball? Well, okay. And that's fine. Um, however, uh, is there, is there a tinge of politics to it? What was, was her maneuver last night? Does it come across as spiteful? To 48% of the state? Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure I'm not in that percent. Hmm. What, okay. what, what I'm saying is, is, you know, they, they, they didn't extend it as as she wanted, so she went to to May twenty eighth, and like well, you, the, you know, I, I think three hundred lunatics funded by DeVos converging yeah, no, on the forget capital. Forget about that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, all that shit on the Capitol I mean, is, is is all a bunch of nonsense. I mean, it really is. It's and and it shouldn't, other than just getting some headlines, it, it shouldn't play into anyone's politics. Anyone of power. Oh, uh, the play into lit, her politics. Lit a, lit a match and walked away. <laughs> right. But I'm, I'm just saying, I don't really think it, it, it factors into uh, her calculations. I don't think it factors into the Republican legislation calculations. I, I don't think it factors into anybody. I think it's a sideshow. And, a, and you know, a media sideshow as well. Well, I personally don't think that um, her going slowly and extending the state of emergency uh, a declaration or powers um, uh, is political at all. I think it's first. Well, one, she didn't do it slowly. See, that's, I guess, my, my, my point. She didn't do it slowly. I mean, she didn't do it slowly. We got golf. She basically said, I'm, 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 I'm going all the way to the end of May on this thing. I mean, I mean, yeah, dang. no, no. No. Well, she, she did that in reaction yeah, to the legislature. Right, right, right. That's what I mean. So she did it in reaction well, to the legislature. So does it feel like, okay, you guys are doing this. I'll do this. No. You know, I, I, I don't know. I just said that to me, there's a, there, there's a, there's a tinge of it. I mean, she, 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 she's a, a, a strong, powerful governor. And, she wants to lay down that law. Well, I think in in the end game, she is trying to look out for the well-being of the state and its population. And if it takes a little political wrangling, so be it. I, I, I think she's got a good grasp on what's going on. I think she has a good grasp on what it's going to take to try and do what we can do to, to pull out of the nosedive this virus is in, at least as far as Michigan goes. And if, if she, you know, did something that feels or has some tinge of um, partisanship to it, so be it. But I, I think overall, I, I don't think that is her end game. I think her end game is just oh i agree with you there fred i i i i, I agree 100 percent. i think her end game is the well-being of, of the state and the people here all the people no question about that i mean it, it she seems like she's got a little target on her back and and i think that has to do with being on biden's shortlist for vp so i i think the 
the Michigan Republican legislature is falling in line and they're going to try and disrupt and cause as many issues and try to take her knees out on anything they can because I think they fear her instead of approaching it as what's best for the state. Again, we get back to right and wrong, and, you know, or win or lose. So I, th- th- that's kind of how I read I think, a I think lot of this. that's all very plausible, and that's where the politics come into it, right? I mean, if they're playing politics, she plays hardball back. Well, I think she's doing what she can because she's got a, a Republican Congress that they don't like her, obviously, and I don't particularly think she likes them. So, so what cards yeah, does she? What cards does she have to play? I think she played them fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and uh, sounds like what they're trying to bring lawsuits against her now to try and take away her emergency powers. They're trying to, to, me, to recall that, her. That 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 is so dangerous. Yeah, no, the recall. In my opinion, is not going to work. We're going to recall a governor for do saving people, but yet. We, we let Snyder stay in for how many terms? You know, uh, when, when there's Two. documented proof that he killed people? Yeah. Oh, you mean no, that right. guy that poisoned his city yeah. through their water? That guy, you mean? Oh, it's okay. He's got an R after his name. It's not uh, yeah. a problem, really. Just ask. Problem. They'll tell you. It's not a problem. Those people uh, are all, expendable. All, all that stuff is tribal. Hey! Uh, <laughs> That's agreement. Was that what that means? Yeah. I thought it was exactly something condescending. Well, that too. How? Yeah. Is it condescending? That's what I was going to say. Oh, oh, oh you were landing on that. How? <laughs> My God. What does this show oh, wow. turn into? Who's paying attention? That's right. It's a, it's a are you? To, to follow yep, up I'm making notes episode. of all the stuff to cut out. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you remember the time I said those people? Here we go again. Um, well, yeah. I mean, the, the, the recall thing isn't going to get any traction whatsoever. Uh, but the legal wrangling uh, will be interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of was looking into it a little bit and, uh, you know, both sides are kind of leaning on these, you know, 50 and 60, 70 year old laws. Uh, a 1945 law that gave the governor all kinds of emergency declaration powers. And then a 1976 law that sort of said, well, you, you need to have the legislation support you unless you're using the 1945 law. <laughs> so that's in a nutshell, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I got that wrong. And, you know, do we know any great legal minds in uh, Michigan? Oh uh, yeah. And, uh, but anyway, that's kind of what. And with McQuaid. <laughs> uh, actually, Hey, uh, Fred, you, you, you sent out a tweet from, her colleague, and I think she mentioned him by name in the in the uh, interview. Yes, correct? I did, and I 
if you're asking me his name, I don't remember, but I recognize it from when she was talking about him because that, that was that was a basketball analogy. Yeah, and, and then he just uh, um, tweeted about basically saying, you know, um, what the governor's powers are, and that they're not really being challenged per se. Um, what was his name again? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't. Uh, Richard oh, I Primus. Have... R- Richard Primus. Primus. I do have it. I should have remembered that Primus. Yeah, you should have. Oh my gosh! Why? What's I can a never Primus? Never forget now. Les Claypool. Primus. It's a band. Oh. Why known okay. as Big Brown Beaver? No. <laughs> Where I'm are we going with this? <laughs> well, he asked about Primus. I'm trying to give him some insight. <laughs> Primus is pretty good. You should listen to him. You know, for I I agree that uh, Whitmer is doing what she thinks is the right thing for the state. But I will go back to something that I've been kind of, you know, uh, pounding the, the the table about for a while, and that is what are the metrics? You know. Instead of having Governor Whitmer talk uh, about these things, are there experts up there saying, here's where we're at, here's what our goal is, here's what would happen if we don't do it? I'm still not seeing enough data. And, 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 and it still bothers me. What kind of data are you looking for? Just, just what I said. Whatever the data are that we're trying to measure to determine whether or not we're being effective. That, you know, and again, I don't know if that data is, you know, a steady decline in reported cases, a steady decline in hospitalization, a slower increase in uh, number of deaths, wh- whatever the data is. I'm, I'll leave that to the experts. But it doesn't seem like this is something that is getting shared with the public. I feel like either that data doesn't exist Okay, or, or, that's a scary or, notion, in my opinion. Or it does exist, and the truth is too hard to handle. <laughs> I, I think both those options suck. Lefty, give yes. me a different opinion. He's not here. Oh. <laughs> um, and I say that because without a cure, don't we really have to have every single person infected and, and recovered for this virus to go away without a vaccine? Maybe. I, I, I mean, that, that could be what is required. You know? I, I mean, is, is the fatality rate too high because we don't have a vaccine? Well, vaccine's a year to a year and a half off, so right. I, I don't even know why it's even in the conversation. Because maybe that's where this thing goes. Maybe social distancing... And limiting the access points for people to interact goes a year and a half. If I'm being hyperbolic, tell me, but I don't know that I am. Well, I, I think I think that's very plausible, and I think that's why we're not seeing that data being released. I saw somebody on TV yesterday talking about this, and and it was in regards to Michigan, and what they were saying is that. Michigan's curve is getting flattened. The numbers of the percentage of new cases daily is coming down. The percentage of um, deaths per day is coming down. 
okay, that to me, that just shows what she's done is starting to work and what the Michigan population has done is starting to work. Okay. But what they said though, is right now the infected person ratio to how many they infect is still around two people. And until that ratio gets under one, normalcy will not be restored. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. In in that that's what they were saying that by by rushing things and opening things is not going to help that <clears throat> that number to come down. And until we get under one, I think that's like a benchmark that they use before they have like a vaccine or, or something or uh, something um, more treatable for the patients and all that and until they can flatten the curve and cause that effect where the, the infection rate is below one, we shouldn't be backing off is basically is what it came down to. And right now we're under two, it sounded like maybe like 1.8, but they have to get below one to one till they they feel they're in some kind of safe zone short of a vaccine or some kind of therapeutic that that's proven. And was this coming from someone that was sort of speculating on what the right metrics are or somebody from within government? You know me and my memory. I, I... <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? That, that's where I'm kind of looking still for um, you know those kind of benchmarks, and that's a that's a good benchmark. I mean, uh, if I'm understanding it, when I first started looking up this stuff, I think they called it like the R factor, which is the reproduction factor of uh, of the infection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like really bad ones are like upwards of six. Uh, um, you know, like the common cold, you know, or something like that, right? But 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 it's also not deadly, so. Um, you know, if, if that's, if that's, if that's the goal, then, you know, we should be able to measure it and monitor it and report it. Yeah. I I wish I could recall the, the doctor's name that was saying this stuff Mm -hmm. and and it had to do directly with Michigan because it was a local news story that they were doing, but me and names, eh. What's in her name, right? But, but uh, it, you know, it, it always seems to be Michigan. <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, what if we lived in, you know, I don't know, just you know, pick another state, like, you know, Iowa, God forbid, right? But, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're always looking at Michigan in the national news for just about everything, it seems like, anymore. Yeah. Not just anymore, for a while now. Of course, we wouldn't be able to have the discussions we do on craft beer without the state of Michigan. So, so w- what did you think of yesterday's uh, group outing that road trip out to Lansing? Oh, I, I just think all that stuff's nonsense. I, I really do. I, I, they're yahoos. They're Trumpsters. They're people that uh, you know think they're making a poignant 
you know, point. Uh, and they're really not, you know, I, I just, I just, I don't, I don't really even want to give them the, 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 the time of day or the satisfaction, uh, to say they're newsworthy, honestly. It, it's only a couple hundred people, but yet they get covered as if it's a couple hundred thousand people. We live in a state of almost 10 million people and you've got two or 300 in Lansing dressing up in their hope to be militia one day cadet outfits and carrying around uh, probably loaded semi-automatic weapons. And, you know, it's like, it's such horseshit. I mean, can you just see them like, like gearing up, like, like oh, yeah. putting all this stuff on locked and loaded, click clackety, you know, all ready to rumble, <laughs> you, know, get, you know, drive up to Lansing and their, you know, traverse, you know, <laughs> all piling out. I mean, it's, it's, it's also just immature. You know, kind of getting back to my last lapse of memory. Here's another story that I saw on local news. Uh, it's a doctor out of Spring Lake, Michigan. Can't recall his name, which is right across from Grand Haven, just the other side of the river in Grand Haven. Okay. And they were talking about these two or 300 people that were in Lansing. Okay. And, and what this guy said, and he's, he's a big to-do. He had some title and, and some standing with the medical community. He was saying that just those, say, 200 people in Lansing being there without masks, close quarters, yelling and screaming on each other, they alone are enough to undermine us getting rid of this in the state. If you go back and you just look at the infection rate, we've got one to two right now. These people are around each other, and they're going to go back to their communities, and, and they're going to carry it and infect their family members and infect the other people in their community. And, and he was saying that just that small amount, those couple hundred of people, are enough to constantly disrupt the pattern of healing for the state. And people don't think about that. It, it, if you're taking the, the infection rate in just those couple hundred people and dispersing them to the four corners of the state, what can they possibly do? What, what could be the ramifications of it? Just those couple hundred people. And, and they think they're going there with some kind of noble duty. They to, really to, don't. I, like I said, no, I don't even no. give them that much credit. They, okay, I, okay. I think they fool But themselves. you get my point, right? Yeah. Their gathering there is actually more harmful just from a statistical point of view in what it could potentially do. Well, a, st- a statistical point of view is, is not something that those type of people <laughs> are, uh, are ever going to take into consideration. Well, the, and they're actually doing worse because they're taking it to back to Spring Lake, Michigan or whatever, which is taking it to Muskegon Heights, which is taking it to Fremont, Michigan. Don't forget and, Holland. Well, I'm, I'm sp- specifically not putting the big cities on there because it's the rural communities that definitely don't have the infrastructure. 
they talk about Grand Rapids and how they learned from Detroit and it wasn't as bad in the hospitals because they were prepared for it. These small towns in northwestern, northeastern, southwestern Michigan, uh, they're not ready for what is going to hit them. Uh, you know, outside of the prisons in Ionia and Coldwater and wherever else they're located, you've got hotbeds, you know, it's, it's beyond, uh, it's beyond the first case that you could arguably say what those two or 300 people are doing is much worse. Yeah, I think so. That's why they're newsworthy. Because they're next to being criminal. But the news isn't reporting them that way. They're just talking about the protest. It's almost like the streaker on on the baseball field. They don't show them (laughs) because they don't want to attract attention. It's kind of the same thing. No, I think it's the opposite. Aren't they showing the streaker and not talking about the reason he's streaking? Or the... Or, or the damage he's doing for the streaking? They're just showing the streaker? Well, I mean, the initial part, yes, but they're not breaking it down. Uh, you know, I, I think I think the media ought to take a page out of the way the baseball coverage treats a streaker. Don't cover them. Don't give them that time on the air. Tackle that's the crap out of them and... And give him a few sucker punches in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little little promotion of violence here on, on <laughs> from our from our general giant Hefty. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, beer time. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm empty. Pour yeah. one for me. <laughs> I'm on the wagon, guys. Uh, a quick break. Quick break, and uh, we'll be back with a second beer. All right. Nobs has a second beer. So uh, I just want to remind you guys, though, that tonight I'm going to get my kicks on episode 66. <laughs> now to you, Nobs. Beer two. Okay. Um, I have a North Peak Brewing uh, Archangel Cherry Summer Wheat. Arc. Arch. Arch. Arc. Archangel. Archangel. Tomato. No, it's not tomato. It's Archangel. <laughs> You've never heard anybody say Archangel until now. I certainly have. No, I've heard it before. Yeah. No way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Out of your, you are Only out when of your someone's mind. mispronouncing it. You're deflecting. How do you spell Archangel? Archangel. How do you spell spell Archangel? You're a good Catholic boy. You know I'm right. How do you spell Archangel? Archangel. I don't care how you spell it. It's how you say it. (laughs) Is an Archangel Angel Noah? Didn't he have an Arch? Is it an A-R-K? Oh, okay. Is it an Arch? Now, Nobs, arch- I, I want you to try it again. Try it again, Nobs. Go ahead. Arch- this one's a little bit weaker at 5.0%, uh, <laughs> with only 22 IBUs. They actually listed that one out. But it's a wheat beer, and a wheat beer isn't going to have high, high IBU content. Yeah, yeah, that's expected. 
but uh, and it's sour. Tasty. The, the cherry summer wheat part really kind of caught my attention because I like pool time, which is a uh, a cherry wheat beer. So I want to compare the two. They list the hops on the side. The what is that? Pearl and Vanguard. Oh, Not you're gonna familiar. give me shit for my pronunciation. I was curious as to what the color was gonna look like, and now I'm finding out. It's an Archie color. Uh, no, it's, it's very golden. I mean, it's, it's beautiful, is what it is. Uh, Even a inch of head on it. Very weedy. It's like a box of Wheaties. Who wants to go? I'll go. <laughs> yes, please do, Lefty. Uh, this beer's kind of hazy, isn't it? Wee bit. Yeah. Uh, but again, typical of a wheat beer. Let's not forget that. Go ahead, Nobs. It's yours. Um, I think it's okay. I thought there'd be more to it a little bit. I'm not getting a lot of the cherry flavor. It's an it, undertone. It, mm-hmm. It's not a sweet beer. No. It smells sweet, but it really doesn't taste that sweet. It, it's got a strong aroma. I'm, I'm trying to get over that right now. That was the first thing I noticed it was the bouquet, and it was like, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I like that. And uh, I've had that problem with other beers, too. It's like, it tastes okay, but boy, it's hitting the proboscis hard. It's almost flowery, eh? Mm. I, I, uh, sweet. I wish it was. Mm. I know. Overall, I, I like it. Moldy is what I smell. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just get bad beers. No, I, I I'm, I'm just, I, I can't. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like the aroma. The, the taste mm. is fine. It's, it's a little light on the, on the cherry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm 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 leaning certainly in the heavy not for me, which is I love wheat beers. Did you say it was a sour? No, no someone no. someone said it was something sour about it. I don't know. So, uh, crisp and clean is the way they they describe it. I don't know if I would describe it that way. You know, they do use real Michigan cherries, so we give give them kudos for that. Do you guys think it tastes weedy enough to be called a wheat beer? Because I'm kind of missing that. So if it doesn't have a strong cherry taste and it doesn't have a strong wheat taste, where, where, what does it taste like? I'm not quite <laughs> sure. I, it... Mold. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I don't like this smell at all. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking that for me. Gonna, Me too. I'm early on, I, I don't normally call them this early, wow. but I'm thinking this is not for me. It's a confused beer. Canobs? I'm thinking maybe we can do a trade. I've got some mule beer. If you guys want to give up on some of this beer. <laughs> oh, I would I would definitely trade you the remainder that I have of uh Arch Angle. What's uh, left in the glass? For a mule beer. <laughs> yeah. For a mule beer, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think no. you could have got more mule beers out of him. <laughs> I, I'm on the border between Matt and for me. Well, the new rating system, I can put you there. So yeah, you don't have, I know. You don't have to decide. 
I would probably order it, but I also really like pool time, which is much better this kind of beer. Right. So I wouldn't taste I'm gonna go crack fries. That's the overall. Question. I'm overall. I'm going meh. That's my final answer. I'm gonna stick with it. It's safe. Yep. Safe. It's not committal. I don't know if that's good enough though. When I when I picked this up um, at uh, Nob's request, I, I did want to take a few minutes to go through and see what were, what have been my ratings on the North Peak beers because I don't think they've been really good. We've had a handful of them now, yeah. I, I know, and I'm uh, and I was wondering maybe they're just not my thing. Maybe. North Peak is the one from Dexter and Traverse City, right? Aren't they yes. the by yes. brewery? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, maybe they should concentrate in one area. <laughs> like far north. Well, you might like them. You might like them, friend. I, I, I was just just. Uh, no, know. no. Actually, I have not been a huge fan of North Peak. Um, the last oddly enough, North... oddly enough, you have a lot of four me's for North Peak. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was I was afraid to go there before I checked, right? Because you know we review right. so many beers, uh, so I, I'm kind of clicking a few. Uh, through, yeah, through for the most right part, Blotto, you really don't like North Peak. Ah, there we go. <laughs> I'm consistent. The, I think the highest you gave them is a meh. <laughs> Which which one was that? Uh, one second. If you guys look at my contract, there's a disclaimer <laughs> in there about my memory. So I can uh, say I basically could say what I want, and nobody can call me right. out on it because it's in my contract. So uh, Narl, you gave a meh. The amber ale. Yeah. So, so uh, Euphoria milkshake, not for me. Um, yeah, we we did a couple of them. Uh, in, in like a short. We did run. a cherry porter not too long ago because I bought that. That was the rascal. I did a not for me on that. Yeah. You you did a for me because then the havoc. Nobody liked the havoc. Fresh Coast IPA. You know it's bad when I don't like an IPA. So yeah, we've done a couple. Mm. All right. Um, we'll get back to that maybe on closing, but. Um, where, where, where do we want to start on this, uh, on this topic of, uh, how people are interacting during our COVID shutdown? Uh, professionally. So professionally would be like what we're doing now on Zencaster, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm All paid locations. Paid ho- guest, aren't I? Should should we should we do video when we do this? Why don't we do video? Because there's uh, people that want to kill us. I've seen your haircut. <laughs> hey, hey, pop car, we take offense to that. Wow. Hey, buddy, I'm freshly shorn today and trimmed up the beard, so I, I, I got it going on. I should be on video, at least just me. Well, I was on video. I'm killing it today. 
You know, I, I was on video today. Uh, it was a business call. And uh, we normally don't do video teleconferencing. We have a lot of teleconferences, but the boss wanted to do video today. Then it turns out he doesn't even turn on his video, and I'm the only one. Nice. <laughs> but, but, I, but we used uh, Microsoft Teams, and we could click on and off, you know? So I clicked on, played around with a bunch of silly backgrounds, clicked off. I mean, for the other six people that were on, it was probably annoying to see me kind of click on and off all the time. Um, you know, I would click on, then I was like, oh, wait a minute, I want to, you know, scroll some Facebook on my phone. So then I'd click off so I could do that without being on the video. Eventually, I know that I would mess up and do something I shouldn't um, or forget that I'm on and do some eye roll when somebody's speaking. That That's always a fear. Um but, uh, you know, I, I think this whole, this whole movement that's kind of happening, right? All, all these people doing different Zooms and, and group things. It, it's kind of cool, right? Oh, yeah. I think so. You know, we, we did a, a, a happy hour a couple weeks ago. Happy. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, and... Uh, Oscar yeah, would fun. correct you, so I did it for him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it was it was it was fun, right? We everybody seemed to enjoy it. Oh yeah, it was a great time. Um, we killed two hours, which was right. Yeah, and I was thinking to myself, if we had gotten together at a brewery, would would have we gone longer than two hours? Does does the attention span shorten because you're standing in front of your computer screen? I think it does. Yeah, I think it does too. I it's not very I get often. Over I stuff like this really quick. <laughs> My limit's about an hour. <laughs> I, my experience is we do a lot of uh, of these audio conferences so this isn't anything new to me um but i also in those audio conferences try to stay as quiet as possible um so have you done the video conferencing um not professionally we've done that socially and it 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 was it was fun for a while but um you know, not not anything that I felt like needed to go more than twenty minutes. Uh, like socially, like how with family, like family, yeah, 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 with family is only so much. Hey, there you are. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, it it, <laughs> it, it, it feels kind of silly after a few minutes, right? Like yeah. like you're you're. Does it seem like you're trying to make it fun? Uh, kind of try hard. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know. I think that if it was with, um, you know, your your friends and not necessarily your relatives, because I don't speak to my relatives on a regular basis at all. <laughs> so seeing them um, was wasn't it? It was actually more awkward. But <laughs> if, it, <laughs> if if it was the four of us, I could probably chat for longer. Um, being untethered is um a newfound joy though so when i'm audioing in to 
my meetings for work, I've uh, we use Skype and yeah. I can Skype in off my cell phone and I can put my wireless AirPods in and I don't have to be near my phone. I don't have to be tethered to my desk. I just have to be careful and pee against the side of the bowl, not into the middle of the bowl. <laughs> good point. Yeah, good to know. You uh, didn't hear me, did you? Right there. See? Yeah, and I get it now. It took me a second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's a number of platforms right now. I mean, Skype is sort of like, you know, the old way of doing things, right? Yeah, yeah. We're an old company. I mean, that's what we were using for a while. Now we've switched to Microsoft Teams, uh, and you know it's it's been okay on the professional side. Um, and you see a lot of commercials right now pushing Microsoft Teams. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I don't want to get into review of all you know which ones are better than others, um, but you know, I guess they all have kind of their their own you know, features and benefits. Well, this one that we're using now seems pretty clear. You know, it's almost like we're just talking on the phone, just like a, a group chat. Well, this program is Zencaster and it's all about the audio. So, you know, if, if you added video to this, I would bet you the audio quality would come down. Uh, knobs. Mm, potentially. That's going to depend more upon the, the person's internet connection but uh the cool thing about zencaster is the way it records audio locally and then sends it to a website that i can then download so i get a much cleaner version of the audio so that's the upside for me at least yeah it, it's it's really made for podcasters isn't it yeah yeah oh yes it's that's what it's meant for but like i noticed when we went from on on work when we went from skype to uh, Microsoft Teams, uh, I think the audio, audio quality has gone down. The video quality has gone up, but I, I feel like the audio quality has gone down. Um, you know, and the and the sharing ability has has also uh, gone up, but that's part of the video. Uh, but but you know, regardless of all that, it's it's really about is this a is this a band aid? Like if we if we weren't in lockdown, would anyone ever say, hey, let's all get on our computer and do a little virtual happy hour, hoppy hour, sorry. Uh, the way we were headed with, you know, rush, 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 this, 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 you know, I guess it takes the world stopping to uh, find things like this. And there's an argument that could be made that after we return to a new normal, uh, this will be part of our lives. I hope not. <laughs> I, I mean, to to me, there's a sincere sadness to that, but uh, I don't yeah, know. But think about it. You can get a hold of your relatives in Philadelphia, Washington, wherever. You know, it doesn't have to be a 40-minute desperation, how you're surviving kind of thing. No, but but, you, but I, but I, I everybody's I familiar with it. I pick up the phone. I call my brother. We have a great conversation about whatever it is we're talking about. Oh, your brother! You got to get the 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 tin can and the wire out. <laughs> no, not that. Not my other brother. <laughs> I don't. I, I, hey, uh, 
play toy. What, what say you? Well, I do work every day, a meeting, and that's on WebEx, which is just audio, and it's mediocre. Uh, with the family, we've been doing a Sunday night thing, and we started out on Zoom for the first couple weeks, and it really was hit and miss. Um, and now what we did this past week is we transformed over into a gaming um, website platform. or app. Huh? Platform. Yeah, yeah, platform. Discord? Uh, Discord, that's it. Yep. And Oh, okay. I, I got something to say about that. Yeah. What, what I found is that the audio immediately was just like live like you were talking to somebody the, the the audio was just amazing we didn't use video because probably to you know keep it clean and all that but the audio was immediate people weren't breaking up we weren't getting a bunch of echo so plus we can play games and, and that that's because I, th- I think we can only talk to each other so much <laughs> i've got <laughs> four brothers and sisters and since we're getting together weekly there's only so much to talk about because there's nothing really going on but the fact that we can sit there and chit chat a little bit and then we can jump into games is pretty cool so starting tomorrow no what's today friday this sunday coming up we'll be uh free of zoom and we'll be launching right out of um that platform and i think it's going to be a good thing what, what do you games? guys play? Group yeah. solitaire? No, like there's that Fibbage and uh... <laughs> don't say that like I know what it is. Oh, there's uh, the Fibbage, Jack, something Jack, Jack, Jackbox games. I think. Yeah, Jackbox games. We played a couple of them, which were actually pretty fun. And you're not limited to the amount of people. So dictionary. We... Well, there was a there was a drawing one, believe it or not, which was pretty funny. And uh, those yeah. games are mostly like they're mostly like trivia games that you can play together. We took yeah. it to Traverse City. What? We played we played in the wee hours in Traverse City when Fibbage, we were halfway right? to Higgins. Yes, yes, Fibbage, oh. but it, it's in that same family of games. Um, so you you've got the the um, app in front of you and then you where you're using your um, cell phone as well as part of it so yeah it worked out pretty good so that's what we're doing you know it's funny you mentioned discord and games because lefty and i uh, are part of a, a poker group and we use a um, you know a third party web app to play poker um, so that's the game that we're playing but then we use discord for the audio and people chime in on the audio. So it's, you know, there's, there's table banter this way, you know, as more people uh, get in on the audio while we're playing the online poker. Um, but I got to say this, and, and maybe you have a different take uh, lefty. I think the audio quality sucks on discord, at least the way we're using it. Oh yeah. This is way better. We could do this and not record. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose we could but you know fred was saying that it's and easier you know, he, he, fred was saying that he likes the, the the discord audio 
uh, over what they were using before. That is definitely right. not our experience. We, we were using Zoom, and I think the thing with Zoom is it really um, spotlighted who had the better uh, internet speeds versus the other person, whereas in Discord, it seemed like everybody was kind of leveled off about the same. Mm. I, I don't know if that application, you know, recognizes speeds and kind of regulates it. I don't know. That That's a knobs question, but it just seemed to me that getting out of the Zoom and going to the other one was much better. Yeah. Well, uh, and I'm a huge fan of Discord. So you think the audio quality is also pretty good? Oh yeah, D- Discord to me is better than Zencaster. So, so why why are we not using Zen? Because uh, you guys uh, suck. Discord. You're running no, card I, players we're not, too. We're not using. No, it's, it's because of the features that I talked about with Discord earlier, to where it saves the local copy. You get Discord's that? not going to do that. Okay, I'm just saying that we'll only have three people sometimes tied in onto a Discord. Discord uh, uh, connection whatever you want to call it host and it's choppy and it breaks up and there's different sound levels and well someone's uh, probably on wi-fi and using a no-name microphone and yeah i suppose i've dropped out a couple times <laughs> yeah no like, i i i, I, I just haven't nuts. been impressed but it, but but other people are saying they're impressed so i i you know it makes me think is it operator error like you're saying you know no, because if, if, I, if someone was to ask me what I would recommend for for group audio, I would not say Discord. Yeah. My nephew Michael, who's a gamer, he was mm-hmm. kind of like orchestrating getting everybody into Discord and getting it all set up. So I don't know if he knows some voodoo magic with Discord to to make it work that way, but that's just what I was seeing versus yeah. the Zoom. We tried we're, another yeah. one before Zoom, and it was even worse. Zoom was most of us are using our phones for Discord, and not not the desktop application. Oh, use the desktop app. Well, maybe that's what we have to do. Try it. And I don't have yeah. a microphone on my desktop at home. What year is that from? Oh wait, maybe I do. <laughs> you got a pull start on it? It's an iMac. <laughs> From which century? It's seven years old. Maybe it does have a microphone. It does have a camera built in. I found that out. Uh, the embarrassing way? <laughs> I, I don't know. Is my is my avatar embarrassing? Uh, not that one. No, I told you. You look like an anarchist. A yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I look like I, I could be Tan marching on the Capitol. <laughs> well, no, I, not a terrorist. No. No, you, you you look more cerebral than that. That's that, that's that's what I meant by it. you look like, you know the 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 uh, the, the college type anarchist, uh, kind of blow it all up kind of guy. The, Not the the yippie. We, we want a revolution guy. Not the hippie. The yippie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Abby Hoffman. You know, I, I went to an Abby Hoffman speech back in college. That was an interesting crowd. Oh, that's that's a topic for another day. Sure. Yeah, this but the um, you know the voodoo magic that your nephew was doing there, play toy, 
was um, being able to educate all the boomers on how to get to Discord uh, because we can't seem to figure out how to get some of our poker oh, yeah. participants uh, on there. Um, they It's like they have like no comprehension of how to how to explore on on discord's app right right that's that's the part that's frustrating is keep trying things right if you're not connecting just keep trying right right you know we're not in your living room to help you out the three of us are that much smarter (laughs) and, and yeah and obviously there is a way to connect so figure it out just you know figure it out well trust me when i say it took us an hour and a half to get six people moved from Zoom to Discord. So exactly. we we are not that slick at it by any stretch, but we did it. Do that while so, making making fifteen a decision every fifteen seconds about a, a poker game at the same time. Now, uh, uh, Fred, on the uh, on the happy hour that we did two weeks ago and, and yeah. you thought we were also doing this week. Uh, we used uh, Google Hangouts. Yep. And that seemed to work pretty well. I, I, the, I thought the audio and the video quality on that was uh, pretty good. I thought it, it was better than any Zoom we did for sure. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. I, I thought that, in fact, like, when I was seeing you guys communicate to me, everything seemed pretty smooth and seamless. And I was, I even made a comment to Oscar about it. It's like, wow, this is pretty nice. You know, everyone's coming through pretty clear and there's not a lot of lag. And then he turns around and says, hey, you look a little laggy. So I think I, I, I was the boat anchor in the bunch, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, I'm not up in my uh, internet speed for Oscar. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, don't you think a lot of it just, you know, the way you come across on video in in these formats is a lot has to do with sort of your backdrop or your own sort of, you know, personal situation. Like, like you know, uh, I, I did a video call and uh, it wasn't, it was, wasn't personal, but it wasn't business. It was kind of a blend of, of both, I'll say. And uh, my sister and I were on uh, with another couple. And, <laughs> you know, wherever they were at, it just seemed so lovely. Like, they seemed relaxed and their surroundings seemed serene and they were enjoying, you know, the lockdown and in, in, in their home. And it actually was their second home. And, you know, they were cleaned up uh, and, uh, you know, their hair was nice. And and then there was like me who like, looks like they just woke up. I'm in my basement. I'm standing here and I'm shouting into the screen. And it's like, I'm <laughs> with that COVID cut. <laughs> right. 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 And it's like, you know, I, I'm in a different world than they are right now. And should I just turn my video off? Because, you know, they they seem a whole lot more comfortable than than I did, um, and uh, and and because well, they're elegant. My sister said that to me afterwards. She's like, "They look so comfortable, and you look so wound up." <laughs> well, your sister probably 
you know, said they they need some Michigan wines. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That'll help uh, them come across better. Uh, but but anyway, so I think that on the on the video experience, I think that's part of like, you know, how much time do you spend making sure that you're you're looking good, right? Like I I I I've been debating like, you know, yeah, my haircut's fine, right? But would I ever put on a baseball cap? <laughs> you know, should you I know put what? on as pants? far as that? How many as far as pants? that goes? Today is the only the second time in the last two months I've had pants on with a zipper, so I really don't care what I look like. And they were shorts. With a zipper and a belt. And I put my belt on backwards. Honest. I full disclosure. That that's where I'm at. I don't care what I look like. Um Yeah, right. Now today I did we, we like I said, we were gonna uh we, we did a, a business call and it was originally supposed to be video for everybody. So I actually put on a collared shirt. Oh uh, come on. Um uh, but I still had pants that didn't have a zipper. <laughs> you had your long weekend pants on. Yeah. And, and then I, and then in my basement, a cat fight broke out. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean two women. I meant my, our two of our cats. And, uh, and so some of my coworkers were like, "Hey, you know, Blotto, are you the new Tiger King? What's going on over there?" <laughs> uh, but then I was sort of the star of the show because then I picked up one of those those cats and held them and turned on my video again, and they were like, "Oh, isn't that nice?" Did you make them dance? Uh, no, but I, I wanted to put a mask on. That was that oh. I. I didn't have a mask handy, so I thought, oh, missed, missed opportunity there. You know, speaking of masks, when we had that hoppy hour, I had gone into my Higgins camping stuff. Yeah. And I was looking for a mask and snorkel to put on <laughs> just for a, a laugh, you know. And the damn head strap was broken on the mask. Oh. Hey, we got one coming up. Uh, let's Let's wear some quarantine masks. We got to go beyond that. Well, I don't know. We got to go over the top. If you're not going to go over the top, why do it? Yeah, any laugh will do. I suppose. You're going to go with a, like a a leather gag. No, that Math. would be pants. Gag ball. Yeah, that'd be pants. <laughs> All right. Anything more here? I think uh, we wrapped it up. I, I gotta say, this beer is just awful. This beer is just fucking. All right, terrible. let's let's wrap up the beers. How about beer one? Uh, beer one, I, I I liked it. I'm I'm still gonna go meh. I'm gonna go a high meh because it's drinkable, um, and uh, it 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 achieved what it you know the maker set out to do, and uh, I I liked it. it. It was just lacking a little bit in character. I want to say that it was like invisible. <laughs> Do you have a chart for invisible? So 
so I've I've already said something about beer two. Do you want me to? Get, or, or are we going to go beer ones around then beer two? Because I'll I'll jump right in. Beer two. Jump right in. Just absolutely terrible. Can't cannot finish this glass. Every every time I put my nose in it, it's like ugh, repulsive. Use, use a straw. <laughs> That'll help. Metal straw. I'm gonna say neither beers are for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's a sad day in beer beer history, but neither are for me. Uh, hopefully your pre beer was good. It was. Yeah. That was okay. Wow, not? I kinda feel like I uh let you guys down with my beer selection this week. It's not you. Um, you didn't make them. The the first one I think I'm gonna stick with a meh. But this one, it the more I drink it, the the less I'm liking it. it it's probably gonna fall into a not for me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how it could fall into anything other than that. Yeah. All right, all right. So so you and I, you and I now after on the same page. Uh, meh meh not and Fred, you're double not. Mm. Yeah, not a good week for beer. Hmm. Uh, it's always a good week for beer. Well, it's supposed to be like seventy degrees out tomorrow. So seriously, yeah, it's supposed to be really, really nice. Oh, okay. All I'm right, do so rolling up my own tomorrow, and I'll definitely be cracky into something. I just don't know what it'll be. Social distancing now. Uh, whatever I do is going to be right around here. Listen to Governor Whitler. <laughs> That's what I saw on a sign. Whitler, like Hitler. <laughs> it's not even clever. What a bunch of dumbasses. What a bunch of mouth-breathing dumbasses. That's a good way to end the show today. It is. <laughs> All right, you guys. Later. It was fun as usual, uh, except for the beer. And um, we'll do it again soon. All right. All right, bottoms up. Bottoms up. Yeah. Bottoms up. Out. Out. Politics. Some culture and craft beer. Politics. And that is why you're here. Politics. I don't.